I'm Gracie Noth, and this is the debate on bilingual education. The world is full of different cultures and languages, and anyone who has ever traveled outside the United States has probably experienced some of these cultures. However, one does not always have to travel far to experience an array of cultures and languages. The U.S. has the most immigrants of any country in the world, all hoping to come experience the American dream. However, having all of these immigrants entering the country annually creates many cultural barriers between the citizens of the country. To easily assimilate to the country, many Americans find themselves needing to learn a second language, but sufficient resources are not always available. A discussion has emerged over the last few years on whether or not bilingual education is a civil right and should be sponsored by the United States government. Although there are many good reasons for the government to support bilingual education, there are some downsides to this plan. Benefits to bilingualism are not guaranteed, and bilingualism can present many challenges. Many bilingual children have a smaller vocabulary and perform worse in each language than their monolingual counterparts. Their combined vocabulary is, however, much greater. Many people think that immigrants should learn English by immersing themselves in the world. It is true that this does work for some people, however, as Kristen Lamb from USA Today explains in her article, learning English by osmosis does not work for most students. The idea behind English by osmosis is that an English language learner would learn the language through put, being put in an environment with solely English speakers, therefore absorbing the language. This plan is, however, faulty and can oftentimes lead to students getting frustrated or giving up. Dual language programs help to teach the majority language, English, in the most effective way. Bilingual programs help to immerse students in both languages so that they are comfortable and can learn the target language both quickly and easily. Many people think bilingual education is not a civil right and should not be supported by the government. These programs are mainly for the minority of people, and these government resources could be used elsewhere. Rika Sharmarani says in her article from the New York Times that, quote, about 5 million American schoolchildren are classified as English language learners. The money it costs to pay teachers for these programs could be put into something that would benefit everyone, not just the minority. At the start of 2020, the United States had just over 331 million people. English language learners make up a small percentage of the population compared to the amount of native English speakers in the U.S. Because these programs are there for the minority, many think that the money should be used in an area that would be useful to everyone. Also, many people requiring these programs are illegal immigrants and do not pay taxes. Abby Budeman says in her article that almost a quarter of immigrants are unauthorized. Taxpayers are paying for these government programs, and many of those who do not pay taxes are using them up. Bilingual education is expensive for taxpayers, and taxes should be put toward those who are contributing to society and paying their taxes back. Many bilingual education programs can be used by all students. 
Many legal American citizens struggle with learning English, and these programs help them to learn the language of the majority, making it more convenient for other English speakers. Abby Budeman stated in her article that, quote, Most immigrants, 77%, are in the country legally. These expenses will be used to support the education of the future generations of Americans. It may be a burden to taxpayers, but the new generation of Americans will keep the country running in the future. Bilingualism provides the speaker many physical advantages over monolinguals. Being bilingual makes travel much easier, communication is improved, and connecting with people is more effective than for a monolingual. Being bilingual has many benefits, not just for immigrants, but also American natives looking to learn a second language. Bilingualism has many cognitive benefits, which has been proven in many scientific studies. These bilingual individuals have been proven to have a later onset of diseases such as Alzheimer's. In an interview, Maria Polinski says, The likelihood of having Alzheimer's is five times less in people who grew up bilingual. Having education solely in English excludes many students. Immigrants that have come to the United States deserve education just as much as those who were born here, and having a school only available in a language they do not understand makes it very difficult to keep up with the other kids. In an article from May of 2020, USA Today stated that, quote, 67% of students with limited English skills graduated high school after four years in 2016 compared with 84% of all students, according to federal data. Also, many of these programs can be utilized by both immigrants looking to learn English and Americans looking to learn a second language. An article from Uvalde Leader News stated that, quote, For other students who got accepted into the program and speak little Spanish, it will be more of a challenge, but they know it will pay off in their future. They allow native speakers of both Spanish and English into their dual language program. Many American students want to become fluent in a second language, whether it is to feel closer to their ancestors or to travel with ease. Bilingual education programs can assist both immigrants coming to the United States and those who were born here. Bilingual education should be supported in the United States. But whether or not the U.S. government should pay for bilingual education is the root of the debate. The United States supports the education of all its citizens, so it should also support the education of its immigrant citizens, despite where they are from. Thousands of immigrants move to the U.S. on average every year, become citizens, have jobs, pay taxes, and contribute to American society, so the government should support them just as much as they support its citizens who were born here. Thousands of cultures coming together is the foundation of American culture and society. Supporting our brothers and sisters of all cultures is just part of what Americans do. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.